See, we should actually just be an a cappella duo, shouldn't we? I know, we? I think we're much better without Bill in here because he's tone deaf. <laughs> I know, right? He would literally just be like, la. Well, he wouldn't even bother, would he? No, he'd say, why are you talking through the podcast? Why are you talking through the podcast? Yes, everyone, uh, you are joined by Jem. And Erin. And no Bill in today. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Uh, that's really mean, actually. But, yeah, <laughs> as if he cares, though. Whenever he's here, he basically just criticises everything we say. And he's like, no, actually, it was um, 1700 or something like that. It's, I feel freedom. <laughs> I know, it's really, really not. It's kind of liberating, isn't it? And also, I'm not, I'm not feeling anxious watching him hold a mic wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you just can hear <laughs> as he's talking. I think last last time he was um, doing the podcast, he pretty much put the mic in his mouth, didn't he? It was yep. like so far on his lip. Yeah. It was pretty much inside yeah. his face. We need, we need to give him like... <laughs> In the time that we're going to have off in the next month or so, we need to give him like a little training montage, I think. A training montage? Yeah, how to hold a mic correctly without oh, sounding wow. like a robot as well. Oh my gosh, can we can we put a really funky score over that? Like some motivational music? It's already been done. As in, you know, even Rocky had a montage. Montage! Oh, no, okay. No, I think we can we can go one better than that. No, no. we can sing. Been... We can acapella our own montage music. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite that's quite niche as well. I, I know, like this. It's pretty good. Ooh. And then what we'll do is we'll just get loads of outtakes of Bill and refusing our advice because that's pretty much <laughs> what he always does. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. Brilliant. Season two. Bring it um, on. Oh, we should probably address the people that have never heard this podcast before indeed hi um Hello. normally there's three of us here we're all siblings and we're all obsessed with games yeah so i'm jem i'm the eldest of I'm, the three. Oh, sorry beg your pardon i'm erim i'm the youngest and the best and then Thanks, we're Aaron. also joined by our well we're normally joined by our brother who's the middle one and he's a bit more boring he's quite boring yeah um, yeah, but if you like that kind of thing, you know, he will tell you everything as it is properly, including the ingredients, the labeling, <laughs> uh, the formula that goes with um, the construction of that thing. He probably knows that as well. Yep. All the dates, all the dates, times. science and maths. And Erin and I are more about fun. Fun and yeah, just enjoying ourselves. Yeah, we're like actual normal people. Yeah, I mean robots. we're not that normal to be fair. Well, but we we can like camouflage ourselves. Yeah, like we can exactly. People. Yeah, we're day walkers. We can kind of like get by <laughs> as being normal. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> enough about us. So what, what we? Is, yeah, go on. Yeah, what are we going to be talking about today, then, Gem? Games, because this is game? a podcast about games. Which games? Uh, we're going to be looking at some uh, video games today. I yep. nearly called them computer games then. I'm really giving my age away. <laughs> Why has the games. lingo changed over time then? Well, they're video games, aren't they? What's the difference? Computer, video games? Video I, games I just feel games. like computer games is like a really 90s way of saying it. They're played on a computer? They are co well, Can it not just oh, be I both? I don't know. 
Anyway. Oh, Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> this is where we do need Billen to be like, Oh, my God. Oh, shit, Billen, I take back everything I said about you. <laughs> Tell me which one it is. I don't know. Oh, God, my mind has just melted. Oh, no, we're going to have to wait months before we hear from him oh, as well. No. Oh, so, my you gosh. Know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. Yeah, so the reason we haven't been around for a while is um, the three of us just haven't been in the same place. No, not uh, at all. Sometimes not in the same country, certainly not in the same county. <laughs> quite some time so uh we have had a little hiatus but this is going to be the last episode of series one of my turn podcast season one series we we agreed to season oh for god's sake no you even wrote it i wrote gems had like no sleep yeah and then you crossed it out and then you put season wait hang on this paper sounds Uh, I wrote this down in an attempt to be slightly more organised than I normally am. And she's still not organised. Wait a minute. I love that your paper has got faces on it It as does. Well. It's called Facebook. Oh I've, my God. That's got, so she's got a book, a notebook with faces in it. It's called Facebook. Oh, yeah. Whoever did that, well done. It's, it's just I a notepad a that a really awesome person bought me. I love this. She's, um, she's so organised, but she can't even find the page and she's just flipping around. Look, it says here... Oh no, I can't find the page, Erin. I told you. It says here... Seasons. S- I Go back. I think I saw it. Isn't it, <laughs> isn't it this one? Oh no, 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 no. It says series, Erin. It says series. Oh, it originally said season. I stand corrected. Sorry, guys. Hang on, Erin. You know in the last episode you had that like <laughs> noise. Can yep. you please pop that in and correct I can't do yourself? It to myself. Yeah, you have to. I'll just edit it so you say season and I say series. I hate you right now. <laughs> okay, I'll put that <laughs> sound in. So, uh, what games are we going to talk about today, Erin? So, I'm going to be talking about Empire Total War. Empire Total War? Yeah, I've, I've gone over um, a few games from the series already. You uh, love a strategy game. I do. I just love watching thousands of people just like murder each other <laughs> while I'm in control. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> We're learning so much about with, you. Yeah, I know. Well, it's game world, isn't it? And We're what, you, what, you, uh, what are you playing that on? I'm actually playing it on Mac, though it is also available on PC. It's one of the few games that you can play on Mac, so I've got Macs, so I'm happy. Why is that, Erin? Why is it? Why is there not more games on Mac? God hates Mac. They do, don't they? I mean, yeah. Steam hates Mac, I think. Yeah, nothing I, on Steam is on. Well, it's hardly anything. Yeah, I, I originally thought Steam was going to enable me to play a lot more games on my Mac because I don't own a PC. I got Steam, and then I was just like, oh, it's really rubbish games. Yeah, or it's just the really, really successful ones, isn't it? All the no, it's not even that. Sorry, no, it's not really rubbish games. It's a really rubbish selection of games. Um, It doesn't have a lot of the successful ones as well. No, it really doesn't. But thankfully, I've got a PlayStation Four, so you know, happy days. Happy days, you can do that. Um, Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, I'm going to be talking about Far Cry Five, which I've been playing for about three months. (laughs) Yeah. Three yeah. months. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've been away a lot, so... Mm. And it's been summer, you know. It's, yeah. You don't feel quite as good about sitting indoors with the curtain shut uh, in the summer. I guess, I guess. You know. But yeah. Well, who would like to start? Me or you? Oh, go on, Erin. Why don't you start today? <gasps> so, See, Empire how much more polite. War. Can I just say how much more polite this podcast is without Bill? I know. It's, it's like... <laughs> it's It's civil. <laughs> Which is definitely a first. I know. We're going to be friends after this as well as siblings. 
<laughs> what a pleasure, brother. So much, so much So fun. in a nutshell, brother, um, could you describe uh, Empire Total War yeah. to me? Yeah, risk in computer on steroids. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, you said a nutshell. That's, yeah, that's that, as like, I mean, concise that, as I can get, I mean, get, that's really. like a kind of a... a Hazelnut shell, like a Hazelnut very shell. small nut. All right, I'll try and make the nut bigger. So basically, it's a turn-based strategy game, almost in the style of Risk, where you have uh, a campaign Risk the board map. Game. Yeah, as in Risk the board game. I do beg your pardon. We you have a campaign map, and you kind of have generals commanding army, armies that you move around. Um, but there's also the other side of it, which is the actual battle map. So when your army engages with another or sieges a city, you're then taken into this real-time strategy. So it's kind of it's a mix of turn base and real time, which is one of the things I really, really love about the uh, Total War series. Okay, and what is your major objective in this edition of the series? Destroy like, everything. Everything. So, <laughs> no, not quite. Do you so, have a bad guy? Do you have an evil force that you need to wipe out? No, not not particularly. I mean, it depends on what faction you play. So every faction would be something like the British Empire or the French Empire or Portuguese, things like that. They all have their own local rivals. And depending on the type of campaign you go for right, is to like what your objective is. If you've got a short campaign for the British, it might be something like take over Paris, colonize so many, uh, you know, colonies in Southern America sure. and things like that. So it all depends on what faction you play as. There's no real good guy, bad guy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Okay. So he's quite campaign based then. Yeah. So one of the things that actually really sells it to me is a lot of the time I found, um, the campaigns for uh, Total War games not as interesting as the battle side. However, this is the only one that I can really think of where I'm actually more engaged in the um, campaign side of it than the battle. Ah. The way I think they've put a lot of extra care into the the campaign. There's a lot of kind of like you know negotiations, trade trading, you know building up little settlements that will either give you things like ships or more trading with other mm -hmm. nations, or like will open up more uh, fishing villages and things like that. Mm. So you have to be quite careful in the way you play it. Whereas before it was just like build building in your settlement. So it's, it 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 feels a lot more realistic. In yeah, that more way. organic. Yeah. In the way you kind of evolve your strategy and your resources. Yeah. That sounds. Really, yeah. I think I'd really enjoy this just by that <laughs> by that description. Why haven't I ever played any of these? I don't know. Um, and you did you say which era is this one set in? So it's about the 1700s. So think, uh, you know, the gun gunpowder is now in existence. People are starting to use muskets and. Um, you know, Good cannons and things like that. Yeah, so think sharp, <laughs> very oh, much like sharp. sharp. Yeah. Although so, that wasn't that wasn't seventeenth. Was that seventeenth century Napoleonic Wars? Um, it does go into Napoleonic Wars, oh. so that's when it starts. But then this spans over hundreds of years. Right. So as you play as well, you get introduced to new technologies, new ways of fighting. Yeah. You know, so like uh, the muskets will then have bayonets and things like that on on them, so you become more effective in fighting. The square formation becomes famous with infantry yeah. to counter cavalry. Oh, this sounds amazing! It's great. It's I really want to play. Really, Why really have good. I never played any of these games? I don't know to be honest. They're really good because you know you get your touch of history you get your you know your management kind of thing and you get to kill everything and there's literally thousands and thousands of people in these battles as well wow and, it, and do, you, do you just kind of um 
just sort out your strategy and then kind of press play and then watch it unfold? Or can you interact with that battle no. as it's starting? You actually control your individual units. So the right. way it works, units are groups of soldiers. So say, for example, you'll have a unit of musketeers. So it'll be like 120 musketeers. They act as one. You can kind of control the shape of their formation individually, but you'll move them as an entire group rather than as individual people. Um, and you'll get something like, you'll get up to about 20 different units on the battlefield. Obviously, you can have things like cavalry, artillery, infantry, be they with uh, muskets and guns or with pikes and swords. And it's just how you use them in the battlefield. And I, I love that because it, I, I always come up with little ke clever tricks to kind of like lure my opponent into places and then ambush them through uh, the forest or something. So you, with you just find a little nook in a valley and think, oh, I can surround them from three sides if I just get them into that little nook. Yeah, and sometimes. Kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, if you've got like an open battlefield as well, I find ways of luring their infantry like into the middle of mine. So my muskets surround them on either side. Ooh. So kind of like, yeah, <laughs> shape a sea around them. It's just, I just love that. It's, I feel like a real commander. Amazing. And and yeah, I was going to ask about that. Are you actually, like, is that your character? You're a commander? Yeah, so you Who don't... Who are I, you, basically, in this game? Uh, <laughs> you're kind of like commander come God, I guess. Because you don't, you can never die on the battlefield. Though you will have, like, uh, a faction leader, something like your king, that you're kind of playing as. But, you know, as kings do, they come, they go. But you're still always in control. So, yeah, you get to be God. Basically, but <sighs> only of your units. You can't just like do whatever with so their units as well. You can't just spawn an army of rainbow unicorns. I wish. Oh my God, I love unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you are commander God. So you, you can control whatever. You can't die, but you can't control your opponent. Cool. Okay. Yeah, this sounds Good. great. This sounds like something I'm definitely going to pick up. So, um... Tell me about what this game looks like, Erin. Music, God. feel of it. Is yeah. it sexy? <clears throat> That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> it depends who... I think for Bill N, he'd find it sexy. But, Why would uh, he for... find it sexy? He's well, so it's boring. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of... The way it's actually set up really kind of makes you feel like you're in that time. The music is very fitting and appropriate. The way the generals talk when they give you advice and stuff, it was, it was very, like, posh English, uh, you know. Well, that's not really historically correct. Why not? It, it, well, because... It's what your interpretation of it. Well, yeah, okay. Honestly, if, if when you play it, you really feel like you're kind of in that er era. Um, the stylistic approach of all, all the way the things are laid out is very, very good as well. It's just, it, it really does pull you in and... I just absolutely love the feel of the game as well. It just, yeah, feels very natural. I found it quite easy to get into as well because there's quite a lot of complex yeah. um, different features, but you're also guided by an assistant. Um, and I found it one of the easier ones of the Total War series to actually understand what I'm doing in the campaign map, what different characters' roles are as well. So you get agents like spies. Yeah, because some of the others, I know it takes you a while to kind of get your teeth into it, doesn't it? Yeah, it can be a bit frustrating sometimes. Mm. But I think this this one, they've really, really nailed it. And when did this one come out? Um, did oh, you say I that already? To... I just don't so think this... I heard you say that. Well, it was the fifth um, in, a seri in the series. It was released in 2009. Um, so, yeah, it's... it's about 10 years ago just under 10 years ago amazing yeah 
Um, great. Well, that sounds brilliant. Is there anything that um, you don't like about it or annoys you about it or you'd want to change? Okay, so as much as I love the graphics for the campaign map, they're really let down in the actual battle map. Um, so obviously, Total War is all about that kind of like immersive, huge experience. Yeah. However, when you zoom out, you can really tell the units are a bit... The, the graphics kind of reduce so much that they look a bit cartoony. Yeah, I mean, this is quite an old game, though. If you're yeah, saying coming out found, nearly 10 years ago. I found um, Rome Total War, which I believe was the uh, Total War game before this, was a lot better at actually maintaining that kind of image. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, I mean, it's only a minor gripe, really, that, that side of it. But the one thing I did think was quite a big one is actually the siege battles. You're never really sieging a big city or anything like that, which mm. I, I really used to love in the other Total War games. They've since brought it back. But yeah, you just basically siege your fort. So a lot of your siege siege um, siege games, uh, siege battles are very similar. So oh. that gets a bit samey. I love the pitch battles. But yeah, as soon as it becomes a siege, I tend to just auto-resolve it. Because same thing, you just sit there with your cannons really far away, break as much Hang as you can. Hang on, auto-resolve, what is that? Yeah. So if you didn't want to fight a battle, let's say, for example, it's a battle you're definitely going to win. Yeah. Uh, you can just auto-resolve it. So your commander of that group of units yeah. will then take the battle for you. According your commanders... to something you've pre-programmed? No, 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 just... no, no. Your commander, basically, as time goes on, they level up as well. Oh, so it's, okay. they get like a ranking system. So they get so many stars depending on how good they are. Mm. So if you've got a really good uh, general, you don't even have to uh, get involved with the battles, really. You can just let them do it because they'll be that adept at it. And just have a cuppa. Yeah. Or, if you've, or alternatively, if they've got such a good commander and yours isn't so good, you might have to really micromanage that battle really well. Right. So you have to be very aware of what you're fighting. Oh, sounds like this is good for your CV if you're ever going to go into management. Yep. <laughs> or war. <laughs> or war, yeah. I mean, they're both kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> okay, so let's round this up. What would you rate this? Oh, it's a good 8 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, it gives you that whole kind of like Total War experience. The campaign map is actually really fun. I forgot to mention, I think it's the first time they introduced the Americas and also parts of India uh, to the game as well, whereas before it was mostly centred around Europe. Um, so yeah, 8 out of 10, great music, great fun. I, I've come back to it, I think this is about my fourth playthrough of the game, so very happy with it. Oh, brilliant. And it's on Mac. Yay! Yay. 8 out of 10. Okay. Shall we talk about Far Cry? Oh, let's talk about Far Cry. Um, so I've been playing Far Cry 5. Yes. Um, I haven't quite finished it, yep. but I've almost finished it. Almost uh, finished it. Yeah, it's just a huge... You know, you've played Far Cry. Well, I played this, four. This feels even bigger. I mean, it's just massive. There's yeah. just so much to do. Um and I like a side mission, so, you know, are it just you, takes me bloody ages. Are you I, going as a completionist, going for 100% or not are you for just... for 100%, okay. but I, I'll, I'm going to go until I'm bored, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, Far Cry, for anyone who's not played it, it's a series of games. Um, they're all first-person shooter action-adventure games. Yeah. Um, and essentially, in a nutshell... You're a kind of one-person army 
taking <laughs> down whatever the antagonistic forces of that particular edition of the series of yeah. Far Cry games. Um, and in five, it's kind of bringing it into the modern world um, in the USA and it kind of sets you up with this idea that you are a young um, uh, rookie kind of police officer, or deputy, sorry, police mm. officer, and you're going into this area of the States which has been overrun by a religious cult. Like a fanatical group, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of a fanatic, yeah. but it's, it's definitely a religious-focused uh, cult. There's Does a it... lot of talk of, like, forgiveness and... Yeah you know, Bible quotes come up. Okay, so it is actually biblical religion then? Yeah, so, I mean, I don't... They never say it's a sect of Christianity, but because they reference the Bible quite a lot, it feels like a kind of weird extremist Christian mm. cult. And they're called... The people that kind of are on their side are called cultists yeah. throughout the game. So it is kind of that vibe. Yeah. Which is really interesting. And I feel like before I played the game, I was really excited by that because I thought the climate the world's in at the moment, mm. that's actually something really interesting really to relevant. explore in a game. Yeah, yeah. this kind of far right extremist um, cult under the guise of religion, kind of ruining people's lives, telling them what to do, intimidating them, and trying to... They talk a lot, um, the characters in the cutscenes, about bringing things back to how they used to be. And there's, you know, you okay. only need to hear Donald Trump say two words to know yeah. that, you know, that's what he usually kind of brandishes, isn't it? His yeah. shook, like, make America great again. And there's that kind of a sense of that, like, ego to all the bad characters in it. yeah. So, yeah, so as I say, you're that one one man or I'm playing as a female character, so one woman army trying to take them down. Oh, so you get to select what character you are. Yeah, but, okay. So I don't think are, that's been a, th a feature in any of the other Far Cry games. You're normally just, you're just that person, the, Yeah, you're just you? the, the person, yeah. yeah. And it, so you can, yeah, you can select your gender, you can select your features, you can select what you're wearing, which, I mean, it's a first-person shooter, so you're not going to see what you're wearing. Exactly. <laughs> the thing that okay. really weirded me out about that is that you can, like, upgrade your costumes. Does does it, like, give you more armour or...? No, I mean, you can change your T-shirt and stuff by getting points or by paying to... But I'm like, why would you do that when you never see it? It's, it's not one of these interchangeable things where it can become third person as well, then? No. That's very it's weird. It's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. And me, me and my boyfriend are both playing it and we're both like, why would you spend time and resources getting costumes that you never see? You don't even see yourself in cutscenes. That's really weird. And when you're driving as well, it's, it's just first person it's as well? It's all first person. Okay. Yeah. That's very intriguing, very random. I know. Weird. Anyway. <laughs> um... But the game, you know, if you've played a Far Cry game before, it's pretty much more of the same. Mm. Um, they have introduced a few nice touches. In, they've made it a bit freer in terms of how you explore the map. Yeah. Um, in previous Far Cry games, you kind of have to scale a tower or um, there's kind of pre-marked kind of dots on the map, like points of interest that you have to go to and unlock or defeat in order to reveal details about that surrounding area. Yeah. And this isn't like that. You start the game and you're given kind of 
three options of directions you can go in. And even that, you don't have to do those story missions straight away. So it's more organic. Yeah. You can just wander about and explore stuff. And is that something that you actually did when you started playing? Did you go against the grain and actually just explore? Or did you I go did for... one of the suggested story missions. Yep. And then I did loads of exploring and just driving about. Because yeah. you can get cars and planes and helicopters. Um, so you can drive about and fly about. Um, was there a reward in the exploring? Like, did you find a lot of interest? Did you feel really like you, you wanted to explore even further? To or, a point. To a point. So here's where I start to get into what I don't like about the game. Oh, okay. In previous Far Cry games, the landscape is quite diverse across yeah. the world that you you find yourself in. So uh, in some of the games, you find yourself in a snowy mountain and further down the map, you'll be in like a tropical jungle uh, or kind of tropical forest um and in this game everything pretty much looks the same and you've got three massive regions yeah and the landscape is so samey throughout you might get the odd little difference like the odd change of flowery bush or something oh, okay. <laughs> but it is just the, the landscape is so similar throughout that what initially seems really beautiful and interesting yeah just becomes quite boring i guess you're also not really aware of what section you are by the kind of landscape around no. you whereas sometimes in games you know you find you, there will be those unique things won't yeah there? like um i played far cry primal through and in that um there was a big distinction between the kind of cold northern mountains um where there was a particular tribe who was your antagonistic force then there was a sort of hotter drier area where there was a tribe that celebrated fire so there was just fire everywhere and that was kind of themed throughout all that area and then there was a kind of area near where you were which was more kind of foresty um, where your people were kind of gathered. And so there's just like a bit more diversity and in Far Cry 4 the same, you know, there's, you go up into the mountains, it's just different, there's more um, built up areas, there's yeah. more like tropical areas. So it's, yeah, I just, so I, I found that diversity really lacking, Yeah. Um, which is a shame because the way you play this game means you can explore more because you don't have to head for those markers. Yeah. So I feel like... So it's kind of... It's giving you that extra thing, but without the reward of yeah. having lots of different things to explore. So yeah. it's kind of, yeah, a good and a bad, I guess, at the same time. Yeah, and they've got rid of the mini-map as well. So oh. it really, yeah, so the mini-map's gone. So you have to go back into the main menu to always look to look at your map. Is that quite frustrating then? Um, not once you get used to it. And it does help, it does help you explore more. Yeah. Because when you've got the mini-map, like even if you're just looking for crafting resources, for example, you'll see the markers on the mini-map. And so you just head for that. So you're not kind of ambling around. Whereas yeah. I do a lot of sort of ambling around and I stumble upon things. Uh, I kill animals that I get yeah. rewards for. So it's giving you a more organic exploration yeah. feel to it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, like sometimes you're sort of near a hill and you're like, oh, I'm on my way to a mission, but I might just go to the top of this hill, have a look down, see what's around. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, things like that are quite nice about it. Yeah. Um, one of the things I really wanted to ask about, because I loved um, Far Cry 4, I really enjoyed, I don't think it was everyone's cup of tea, but I really enjoyed the story and the, the development of everything. Um, how does Far Cry 5 feel? Because I know Far Cry 3 as well is is really marked for its story mm. and it's said to be, I think, the best of the Far Cry games. How does it compare in that sense? Um, I can only say it's sort of disappointing really because i think that as as i mentioned earlier 
the political climate we're in and the setting of the game put it in a position to really do something very interesting. Mm. Um, the whole framing of what you're doing in the game is that you're taking down this cult and you're building a resistance. So um, just quickly, what you do in order to take down the cult is earn resistance points. Yeah. And the game, as I said, is split into three regions and each of those regions are controlled by a general yeah. who serves the kind of main cult leader, this guy called Joseph Seed. And... Um, getting resistance points, initially you think, oh, brilliant. So, like, you're literally amassing an army because all these rebels are going to kind of join you. And that sort of feels like how the game's set up. But actually it doesn't mean anything. You get these resistance points for a range of different things. It could mm -hmm. be from rescuing one prisoner on a roadside to taking down a cultist uh, outpost to completing a story mission to rescuing someone's car from one of the bad guys. It's just... And they're all giving you resistance points, but the resistance sort of doesn't feel like it grows with you. Yeah. So it's not like um, in Far Cry 4 where they start taking over bases and then you were able to control them to help you with sieges? I mean, you do get to control certain areas, but I feel like it's just... It just gives you more kind of shopping opportunities yeah. and opportunities because there'll just be like weapon shops and vehicle yeah. shops and it'll be a fast travel point. Yeah. But I feel like they've just sort of missed something in this you, idea of building a resistance and yeah. maybe using other characters more strategically. You get these buddies in the yeah. game, like you can unlock buddies that help you, which is sort of new to this a bit because you didn't get quite as many in previous games. No. Um, you can get, there's a range of three animals that you can use to kind of help you in combat. And then there's um, uh, six human characters who've all got various skills. And I kind of feel like this, that was exciting to me. Like, all right, we're going to build a team. Yeah. And as you go into the game and as the story's introduced to you, it kind of gives you that sense of we're building resistance. We're yeah. building a kind of, team of allies but even when you've taken down a general that area is still hostile that whole yeah. area of the map is still hostile um which is kind of fine because you might have missed a few side missions and stuff but i just i don't know and i don't know what the answer is but i feel like they've just, they could have done something more with that yeah see it sounds like in far cry 4 um as you kind of started taking over little outposts you kind of saw saw more of your allied friends in further positions mm. within the territories and you would actually see you know soldiers having a battle and things like that mm. and you'd come along and help out and as you grew influence you know the enemy started to reduce and your army started to actually become um, begin overpowering they'd start manning like gun positions that originally uh, manned by the yeah, enemy that's right. and you know and a lot of the time there'll be like uh, enemies driving through your bases or allies driving through enemy bases. So it was very spontaneous. You'd have battles. It felt really like you were in a warring country, I felt. Yeah. So I'm guessing that that kind of element of it is not there as much. There, there's a bit of it, but it's more like little mini skirmishes and it's often you're having to just rescue people. And that that kind of was the same in Primal as well. You'd kind of come yeah. across um, Winja, who... Uh, that's how they Winja. say it in the game. Winja. Um, and you'd have to rescue them. But then... But then with that, I felt like as you took more areas over, there was more of you guys about, as you said. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, maybe it's partly because the map is all the same and everyone's, the, the characters are all the same. They're all these kind of rednecks. And yeah. actually, the other thing is the good guys are kind of not very nice either. 
some of their repeat like the some of the character opinions given to you in cutscenes, you just think, oh, are, they, are they meant to be the good guys? They sound a bit backwards and a bit prejudiced as well, yeah. you know. And you just so you sort of don't really like anyone in the game. They're all a yeah. bit horrible. Um, okay. And in terms of that kind of uh, religious fanatic element of the story, it's a weird mishmash because some of it goes into almost torture porn. Like, oh God. yeah, some of it is really horrible. Like you'll go into um, a building where they've got all these women shaved their heads and um, turn them into what they call angels. They've kind of pumped them full of this, this drug that they're making. Yeah. That kind of fries their brain and makes them subservient and extra violent and really resistant to weapons. But then there was one bit where you go in and like one of these angels just is being raped, I think, by a guard. And you're just like, that's horrible. Yeah. That's just vile. And then there's like a side mission where you go into a haunted house and there's kind of like just bodies, that dead bodies that have kind of been reanimated. Sounds very graphic. And you're just like, ugh. But then by the same token, you'll meet a character who's cracking jokes and being stupid. Mm. Or you'll have a mission where you need to collect uh, cow testicles for a festival called Testy Fest. Testy Fest. I know. That's a fantastic name. Yeah, and this, this was really funny. Like, so... You you need to go and collect these certain bulls' testicles yeah. uh, while they're mating. So you need to shoot them while they're having sex with a cow. And during this mini mini challenge, I guess it is, um, it plays Sexual Healing, the song Sexual Healing. <laughs> so you're just like, what? It's oh, wow. so strange. And yeah. then there's another one where you kind of get drunk at a party and you wake up and there's a pig with a party hat on. Very strange. But yeah, in the next scene, someone's getting tortured and it's horrible. Yeah. And so you're like, I don't really know what this is. It's such yeah. a weird mishmash of tone. Well, but, you could find that in America, let's be honest. Yeah, well, you can find <laughs> that anywhere, I'm sure. But um, but it is still, it's still a Far Cry game. And yeah. so there's still loads of good stuff in it and I am enjoying it. Before we sum up, um, I just wanted to ask, like, what, what would you like to see in it that would improve it? you well i think i've kind of mentioned that already it's that that thing of kind of pushing the story a bit because i feel like the story setup is so strong and then it doesn't go anywhere so if the story was just a bit more uh you know a bit more enticing then that would make the game complete for yeah you. or i just want to see the effect of like once i've killed a general i kind of want to see something happen yeah and okay. nothing happens you just okay. all right on to the next one i don't know i just feel like that's just not as exciting as I wanted it to be. But again, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what they, how they could have changed that yeah. or what they could have done. But yeah, so I don't know. So to sum up, give it a score. Um, probably, I mean, it is probably an 8 out of 10 for me. You sound very disheartened, though. I am, though. because I kind I think that's more expectation. Yeah. Because I liked 4 a lot, and I liked Primal a lot. Yeah. And I feel like they've made some really good improvements on this, but it hasn't gone far enough. Yeah. So we're kind of disappointed, 8. <laughs> 7.5, let's say it's, that. It's, no, I, I, it's still an 8, but it's yeah. just... Yeah, I just want something else. A bit more. A bit more, guys. A bit more. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's us for today. Yeah. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, we will be seeing you. Well, not seeing you. We will be podcasting in September. And we'll be bringing you season two. Season two is where it's at, everyone. Um, we will have Bill M back. 
uh, regrettably. (laughs) (laughs) I know we've slagged him off a bit, but we do love you, bro. Kind of. All right, Erin doesn't. Um, no, but, uh, we'll have Phil and back. Um, more chats, more fun, more competitive gameplay. Um, and, more uh, games. Loads more games. And also we'll be on uh, more platforms, I believe, as well. Yeah, we're expanding our network of ways you can listen to us. So keep tuned for more info. Oh, and please do listen to our season two uh, kind of bridging episode where bridging we'll have intro, a montage yeah. of our best bits of season one. Okay, yeah, should be fun. So, take care. Sibling Podcast, out.